Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome. Glad to have you with us today again for another podcast on Loving the Christ Life. Well, the turmoil in the country and in the world continues. It's one of the toughest times I think any of us have ever seen. And I can't tell you how blessed we are to be able to go back in the archives at the Christ Life Fellowship and find these great messages that Warren Litzman brought to the world over the years. They apply now probably more than ever. And right now, we are going into our second week of Following Paul, one of my favorite subjects. So let's get in it. Let's start. Here comes Warren. Greetings, dear friends. It is a joy to come to you this day. Do you realize there'll be one day when I probably won't be coming here? I'm not talking about my death. I'm talking about my home going. For I look for the coming of the Lord every day. I look for him to appear. And I will meet him in the air at the rapture. That's the next event of God to take place. That's when everything will happen that we have believed in. That's when our belief will have turned into joy and peace and happiness as never before. So I implore you today to honor this day. I don't know when he's coming. He may be sometime yet coming, but he could come today. And I want to live like it and do what it is he would have me to do for this day. I'm going to be talking to you today with another subject. It is my joy to know that in following the Lord Jesus Christ, many wonderful changes have, have been made. And in the making of these new changes, there is a whole new gospel that has come forth. This gospel is a separate, instinctive, distinctive gospel that belongs only to those that are born again. For from the death on the cross to the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ, there is only one gospel. No combination of gospels, though there are many other gospels in the scripture. There is no other gospel than that gospel which comes from the cross of Jesus Christ and ends with the homegoing of those saints who have trusted the Lord in that gospel. But there's much to know about this gospel. For instance, in another gospel, Jesus said to his apostles, his disciples one day, pick up your cross and follow me. If ever there had been a statement Jesus of Nazareth made, that's one that has stuck with people. I've sought many times to get free of that because I don't believe that belongs to us today. I think that belonged in the kingdom message and that they had to do that to be who they were. One glorious thing that has happened to us in the Christ life is that we are not who we are because of what we do. There is nothing we do that makes us who we are. We are who we are by the one who lives in us, by Christ in us, growing up in him, coming to his full stature, doing what it is his word and the Holy Spirit tells us to do concerning him has become the whole of the gospel for us today. But in this new gospel, which has mostly been written by the Apostle Paul, for no other saint in the New Testament saw the crucifixion and the death of Jesus as Paul did. And certainly there's no one else in those pages that Paul wrote called his letters that anybody at that time was mentioning the coming or the return of the Lord. 
There are people who have determined that the coming of the Lord is uh, out of Daniel's prophecy or out of the book of Revelation or out of the things that Jesus of Nazareth said. There's a lot of good there, and you can come to certain conclusions. But if you want to come to the greatest conclusion, it's to read what Paul has to say about these things. Jesus said, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. That's because none of them were rebirth. None of them had Christ in them. None of those in that day, in the kingdom message day, had the living Christ as their life. And so he had to teach them what to do outwardly in order to be what they should be. So he distinctly said, follow me, pick up your cross, follow me, do things like I do it. That's wonderful. And all of us have picked that up and have tried to do that. I must tell you, I think we fail greatly in attempting to do what Jesus told his apostles to do. First place, we're not apostles. We're not living in that period of time. We're not under the uh, domain of the kingdom message. We now have another gospel that is filled with the liberty and the truth that God intended his children on this earth experience and have. We are in the new gospel period, the final gospel, I call it, that is given to us by the Apostle Paul. And so it behooves us, since this gospel was given only to the Apostle Paul, and he is the only one that distinctly tells us the points of this gospel. I call it the Constitution and the Bylaws of Christianity. He's the first Christian. He's the first one that coined the word Christian. He is the first one that talked about the body of Christ. He talked about the church for the first time. He has so many things that belong just in this dispensation of grace that he was a part of, that he enumerated, that he created, that he put into motion. He's a, he is God's apostle to the Gentiles. He is God's apostle for this day of the final gospel. He wrote the final gospel. And so it is important that we look and see what he would have to say on this subject. There are several statements he makes that are powerful. They are statements that for many years when I preached, I never elaborated upon these particular statements. I never talked about them. I held them back because I didn't know much about them. But I'm going to talk about things today that are an intricate part of the final gospel, the gospel that comes to us from Jesus Christ to the Apostle Paul, who is his apostle for us today. We'll join Warren again in just a moment. Is God leading you to lead others? Well, you know, you can actually start a Christ Life Home Fellowship group. I have, and it's wonderful. It's something that is blessing the people that are in this group so much each time we meet. I can't recommend it enough. The Christ Life Library on grace-media.net will equip leaders like yourself with a vast library of Christ Life teaching and instructions to start and lead your local Christ Life Fellowship groups. Be sure and check it out. Again, it's grace-media.net. You'll be glad you did. The Christ Life teachings for the Home Fellowship Group. You can start your own. Try it. You're going to love it. Now, back to Warren. I want you to turn with me in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians. No, I, I changed that. I want you to go with me to 1 Corinthians. First Epistle to the Corinthians, chapter 4. In this chapter, 
I want you to see with me what Paul has to say and the way he talks about God using him for us in these last days of time. Looking into the fourth chapter of 1 Corinthians, I want you to go with me to verse 16. It says, Wherefore I beseech you, be ye followers of me. I want you to get that. That's what we're going to talk about on the broadcast here for some time. I'm going to talk about following Paul. Now, this is going to irritate some people because I've had people who've heard me say this before to come to me and say, we follow no man. We will follow no man. We will follow only our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, that sounds real lofty and wonderful, but dear friends, there are only two men God's ever appointed for earth beings to follow. Get with me now. There are only two men that God have ever told us to follow that are written in this book, aside from Jesus Christ. We do follow that Jesus Christ, but not as Jesus of Nazareth. We follow him as the Lord, Christ our wonderful Lord who lives in us, who is our life. But there are two earthly men that God told us to follow. The first was Moses. Moses occupies almost 4,300 years of Old Testament time. And people followed him. And believe it or not, the majority of Christians today still follow Moses. But God had a turn in his plan. When Christ was crucified, he was going to do things differently. He was going to do things more blessedly. He would make a major change in that we would never be separated from Christ again. For when God rebirthed us, when we were born again, he made Christ the seed that was put in us, and Christ has become the life of every born-again believer. That is, if they know about it, if they studied it, if they found it in the scriptures, if they believe it. But he is the life of every bona fide believer. Christ lives in them. That's not Jesus of Nazareth. Please keep that in your mind. That's not Jesus of Nazareth. But God raised up a man. He raised up the Apostle Paul in whom he would place all of the constitution and bylaws of the Christian life. They were to be found under Paul's name in the scripture. They were to be found only as we heard of the Holy Spirit who dealt with Paul. Paul talked to Jesus. Christ revealed on several occasions what this new constitution and bylaws I call the final gospel were to be. If we study the scriptures, we will see that plainly, closely. That doesn't mean that we do away with the rest of the scriptures. That doesn't mean that the rest of the Bible is not so. It's just that the rest of the Bible has many wonderful things for us, but nothing to us. It takes the cross of Jesus Christ for God to open up the door and work to us, become an intricate part to us. And that's the importance of Paul in his ministry. Paul's ministry was raised up by Jesus Christ, a very strange man he was. He was the meanest man on earth, I think, at the time God called him on the road to Damascus. But God in time gave to this apostle all of the rudiments, all of the bylaws, all of the truths of a constitutional life lived under God. And he expected us to believe it, to take a hold of it. 
and to become a part of it. And so the first scripture I want to give you is in 1 Corinthians verse 16 that says, Wherefore I beseech you, be ye followers of me. Now that statement doesn't mean that we are to stop picking up our cross and following Jesus. Because that means a bunch of other things. Our cross is what we ought to be doing. Our cross is how we ought to be doing what we're doing. Our cross is to do what God said regardless of what we think about it. So he said to pick up your cross and follow me. That's good. You still need to do that. There are occasions where that will be greatly impressed upon you and God will use you through that. But now we're talking about the final gospel. In the final gospel, the word was from Paul, Wherefore I beseech you, be ye followers of me. I encourage you to be ye followers of me. Now he didn't go into a long, prolonged uh, subject of him being somebody. That's not his intention. I think a lot of people talk about Paul being a braggart, that Paul was somebody that was highly egotistical and so forth. Far from it. He is the only one after the cross that God talks to, that God talks to in this period of time. Oh, he talks to John the Revelator too and tells him many things, but we're not a part of that. We're not going to be here when that takes place. The born again will be taken on to the Father's house. And so in the meantime, God has left the Apostle Paul as the one we need to listen to. Now you say, is not all Scripture for us? Absolutely. Not a word in this Bible that we cannot take and use for the glory of God. But not all Scripture is to us. And only when he died on the cross and finally when he raised up the Apostle Paul was our scripture, new scripture, new life, new hope, new eternity, new place we were headed, given to us. Now that's why it's so important that I talk to you about this, because if I don't mention these things, you're going to commingle, mix it all together as churches and preachers do. I've got a lot to say on this subject, and I'm glad you tuned in today, and I hope that you tune in for the rest of this week at about this same time, and listen to what I have to say, because it will change your way of living. i got to go now. My time is up. God love you, and God bless you till we get together again. We hope you've enjoyed part two of Following Paul with Warren Litzman. Great series going on, and we Hope you'll continue to be with us on these podcasts. Let me remind you, too, that the podcast is available on most major podcast directories, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Download your favorite podcast app and listen on your device. Be sure and join us on Facebook, too, at Christ.life.global and Twitter at ChristLifeOrg. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next time. I'm Brad Wilson, Loving the Christ Life.